I think you should uh, tell us about your new firearm, Rose. Oh, right. So, recently, I decided that it would be a good idea to spend 50 plus pounds on a Japanese children's toy. And, oh. it, is, and it is called the... Hang on. If you can understand what that says, it says... It is called the Trans Steam Gun, and it's the most toy gun-looking toy gun ever. And I need to actually take something out of it. So, by default, it just makes this sound if you fire it. But, obviously, that's not all there is to it. See, there's the Trans... Fuck! There's the Trans Steam Gun... Trans Steam. Now, what does Trans Steam mean? Well, what it means is if you put... A fucking bottle in it, Man. then you fucking turn into a Batman. <laughs> now I'm holding this pretty far away from my microphone, so I don't know how well it's picking up. Because I'm really worried it'll peak the microphone because it is super fucking loud. And um, I also don't know how long the batteries last since it's so fucking loud. I leave it off all the time. But, uh, yeah, I spent £50 or so on this, and I don't know why. <laughs> it, it, I mean, the moulding's good, but... It's I mean, what do I use it for besides making gunshot sounds? I mean, what else do you need? Yeah, that, that's <laughs> it. Point. That's all you need. Yeah. <laughs> and also turning into an edgy Batman. Yes. Yes. Yep. I mean, I spent hey. like 350 pounds on a noise box that makes laser gun sounds, but mine doesn't look like a gun, so I think you made the more intelligent purchase. I guess. <laughs> this one has less sounds. <laughs> yeah, whatever. If you put the gun in the thumbnail. <laughs> Future David. Yeah, can you... I, can, I, I can give you the image. I can give you a lot of images of it. Detailed you graphs. Of the Batman holding it. Blueprints. <laughs> yeah. In-depth, deep lore about my fucking gun. Welcome to toy gun analysis, everybody. Yeah, a new toy review show. <laughs> Due to um, uh, unpleasantness, we shall not. We are not allowed to discuss. Uh, we have had to rebrand the show. So it is now a toy review channel, so I hope you look forward to that. We're gonna get so rich off of this, it's not even funny. Wait a minute, that means- oh, oh jeez, that's not good. Because, like, all of those toy channels just do, like, Kinder Egg unboxings, and I'm the only person who can do it. No, 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 no that's oh, wait, Kinder Egg. Oh, no, I can too. No, it's just Abysme that can't do it, that's no, right. No, 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 oh, they started cool. selling them in Bed Bath & Beyond. I've seen them, so I can do it. But it... Why there? I don't know why there. I have no idea why there. They just started. What? They, they, they have like what? a section that's like exotic imports now, and it's just a bunch of random ass candy from other countries. Ah, the beyond. That's the beyond. <laughs> candy from the beyond. That's, that, that's just what I want to pick up when I'm buying my smelly candles, decorative pillows, kinder egg, of course. <laughs> Of course. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> well, yes. Hello, everybody. Uh, to everyone listening, basically, you probably heard the last episode. If not, suggest you go listen to that. But David has asked us to be the new hosts in his stead. Uh, he's not gone from the show. He will still be the showrunner and the editor. So you may Future hear David from him. Is here, still. Future David he, is always with heard. us. Yes, so always and forever. You will be always here. David about with you. Always, Always a couple hours ahead of us, but he's still with us. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so you will hear his voice now and then. Um, but yeah, hello. Maybe. If you don't know who we are, we'll just run down the list. Uh, my name is Abysme. I'm Abysme. Cute joke. And with me, you know that joke. With me are these dick bags named Beth. <laughs> Hi. Rose. Hi, I'm Rose. I'm the one with the gun. <laughs> and Zath. I'm a beast, I'm a functional alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have two of Great. 
And uh, Hyper, our other co-host, was here, but uh, he is drowning under water bottles again. So yeah, he's dead. He's dead. It's fine. He'll be alive again R. next R. week, don't worry. Yeah, maybe. <sighs> maybe. So today, we decided to just make it easy, and we looked for a pasta of the month that has not been read on the channel before, and I don't think any of us have read. I certainly haven't read this one. I have okay, no so idea have... what the fuck this is. Mm, okay. Got a interesting picture here it does lots of, lots of red yeah i can't see what's going on but it looks like there's lots people. of bodies i guess you're gonna floor. have to put that in the thumbnail as well future david indeed it kind of looks like the uh the recent doom game it looks like it'd be a good album cover <laughs> it looks like yeah yeah it looks like... Yeah, it's her album cover but put the looks logo like... <laughs> in the top in the black doom right. three yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, as, like it looks like 3. Doom 3 is in it's really fucking dark and you can't see anything. And you need a flashlight <laughs> for the jump scares. Is this a Doom creeper pasta? <laughs> <laughs> There's no woods in a Doom game. You sure? You don't know that. I'm pretty sure. The Woods of Mars. <laughs> oh, oh uh, that's a good song title. I'm gonna need to break that. Yeah. Down. Yeah, that's woods good. <laughs> okay, so this Play is Out in the Mars. Woods. It is credited to... Uh, oh, I went too far on the thing. Prozac 101? Oh, yeah. So this, this has right an Right in there in the story. Yeah, I forgot okay. that this isn't even originally posted by the author. So this has a note at the beginning of it that reads, What are you about to read was posted on 4chan's Paranormal X board on Halloween day of 2013 by an unknown user by the name of Prozac101. It's not an unknown user if they give their username. Being a daily visitor to X, I was one of the first people to reply to the girl's post, and I think it's best that I tell you now that I was pretty creeped out by what I had read, probably the most I had been in a long time. It's kind of hard for me to explain the strange feelings I got, but there was something quite different about her story due to the fact that I couldn't stop thinking about it for days after it had first been posted to the board. Just to make sh everything clear, I'm not entirely the original author of this piece, just merely an anonymous editor that felt it was his duty to share Prozac 101's story even further into the world. I don't know how I feel about this opening note, because if this is, like, actually meant to be part of how this story was, po like, posted, then I feel like it's really bad in, in terms of, like, uh shit what's the word for when they like oh it's gonna be scary but no before that she's having it be scary yeah front loading and if it isn't it feels like they've essentially put front loading in this isn't wasn't there with the actual story by by like talking about how scary it was and how it stayed with them for days afterwards yeah just say just say like who posted it and that you found it on x and posted it here don't need to you don't need to tell us about how scary this thing we're about to read is. We came to the site to read scary things. Yeah, uh, that first sentence is perfectly fine. This was posted to X on Halloween 2013 by Prozac. That would have been fine. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, really selling it now. And I like the fact that, that they're saying that I thought about this story days after I read it. That's the mark of good horror. You keep thinking about it after the fact. It's not just a one and done. So they've really talked it up, and we will see if uh, it owns up to its praise. All right, re reading order is myself, Beth, Rose, and mm -hmm. Zath. Yep. All right, story. Hey, X, the Eliminator. Just thought I'd share a couple of spooky stories from my childhood to get everyone all hyped for Halloween. Um, when I was a child, it was just me and my mother. We lived in a property owned by my grandma, a three-story old farmhouse right at the fringe of the woods. It was far off the road, down a long, unlit, gravelly driveway. It felt very isolated at night, being so distant from any other houses, set in an area that hadn't been inhabited for 30 years before we started living in it. Quite often, I was a fairly rambunctious child, so while my mom went off to work, I would occasionally skip the morning bus to school and stay home all day. The big house had a habit of feeling incredibly lonely and sparse. So I went most of my time uh, when she, sorry, I went most of my time playing in the forest uh, expanse out back. 
some distance into the woods, far enough that I couldn't hear my mother when she called. There was a toppled pine tree that had crashed into another, an even larger trunk on its way down um, was, I scrolled down and lost my spot, um, <laughs> uh, was now frozen there, forming a long arc over the forest floor. I love to climb up in the jagged stump at the base of this fallen tree and then steady myself to the point, uh, to a point just above the middle. I was never able to make it all the way to the top because it just got too steep for me to climb, continue into any further. And I had a bad habit of freaking out from how high I was up. Okay, that's a lot in one paragraph. Yeah, Let's that was unpack cool. this. Big. <laughs> this probably should have been two paragraphs because the first mm -hmm. portion is uh, it's just a lot of backstory. So we have an old house, old farmhouse, where the grandma is, three-story, out um, in the middle the of grandma, nowhere. But the grandma's not there, actually. Yeah. Um, child was fairly rambunctious, but sounds like just child likes to play honestly and it was mm -hmm. lonely in the house so he went out to the woods okay this all seems fine to me so far strong mm -hmm. setup relatable mm -hmm. yeah yeah okay so he goes out into the woods assuming he um and she um the, the first thing said that it, um prozac was a girl oh true and we are so... to expect we are to assume that this is true yeah okay you're right so she so she goes out in the back and plays yeah. on these broken trees. Okay. Uh, I also like how there's kind of like an implied danger there because, you know, forests are dangerous. You can fall off of trees, but that's what kids do. And the um, and the uh, pine trees being like far enough into the woods that they wouldn't be able to hear their mother if yes. they were called. Yes. So obviously their mother wouldn't be able to hear them if they got into trouble. Mm-hmm. And Ooh. forests absorb sound pretty well unless you're in a canyon. Okay, cool. Okay. One day, I was sitting in my usual spot on the fallen tree, which was a good distance from the ground, just listening to the birds singing and simultaneously feeling the warmth of the sun on my neck, when I heard something strange from underneath that paralyzed me in shock. Hey, kid. Hey, kid. I'm a computer. Stop all the download. Zath? Yep. Yes. Mm -hmm. I, was by, I was gripped by a sudden surge of fear for a moment. The voice had come from directly underneath me. I strained to look down but couldn't see anything over the ledge. For a long time I just sat there in absolute silence and I was at the point where I was almost uh, soon to convince myself I had imagined the man's voice at all. I know you can hear me. His voice was much louder this time, as I yelled something out and scrambled up the log a bit higher. Trembling nervously, I dug my fingernails into the bark and held for dear life. I sat there, trying to collect my nerves for god knows how long. Although I couldn't see it, the presence of the thing underneath me was still clear. The bird's song was much softer and more cautious this time. And when I listened closely, I swear I could hear the faintest echo of human breathing. Gathering all my courage, I vowed to prove to myself that it was all my imagination by leaning over the ledge as far as I possibly could without slipping right off. Digging hard into the bark behind me, I stretched out along my arms and peered over, giving a full view of the empty forest floor and undergrowth, when suddenly... Come down here, come... Or I'll come up and grab you. <laughs> well, now it's Hank Hill? No, yeah, I'm, I decided that this is Hank Hill and he's pissed off at this kid. <laughs> Bob, get down here! <laughs> My boy um, is supposed was... to be climbing trees, I'll tell you what. <laughs> it, it was so loud. It was as if I was being screamed uh, right in my face. I released my grip on the tree in fright and plunged off the platform. I was saved only by grabbing a nearby branch. And for one awful second, my bare legs dangled in the cool air. When I pulled myself up, I ran at full speed to the top of the collapsed pine to the point I had never reached before. I sat there, just below the rustling canopy, hissing myself and staring at the distant face where the splintered wood rose, fully expecting at any moment to see someone crawling rapidly up the pine towards me. Instead, all I heard was the wind whistling in the leaves above and below me and occasional snippets of birdsong. It was about two hours before my mother caught home and found me, after much worried searching, trembling, and crying at the top of the fallen tree. Hmm. Oh, jeez. Okay. Mm. 
Oof. So, basically stranded in the woods for a night or two hours. Yeah. All right. This sounds very familiar. Mm-hmm. Very, very familiar. Um, oh, you know what? This reminds me of a slimy story, actually. Um, oh, yeah? The Field Out Back, I think. Mm-hmm. Not, I not think the I've same. Read that one. It's not the same exact setup, but it's... Mm-hmm. Uh, that the premise of that one and everyone should go read it is that there's this field out back that all the neighborhood uh kids play in and then there's an incident back there and no one can hear them because it's too far away not the same thing though i don't think they're aping off of each other no i don't think so either uh although this incident spooked both me and and mother in time i somehow recovered exhibiting that naive hard skin of a child although i never went as far into the forest as i used to and never again even approached that fallen tree well you fucking wouldn't would you (laughs) (laughs) once when i was 12 i had the chore of taking firewood from the shed out back just at the edge of the woods and to bring it back inside the house is that praised weirdly for the rest of you or is it like just me um uh, I don't uh, think it should be in the parenthesis. Yeah, probably that not. Yeah. Should be a commander or something. That's probably a commas yeah. place, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was a yeah. tiresome job, and I always chose to do it at dusk when no one in the air was brimming with mosquitoes and the swampy fog that usually coated the lawn. By the time I had made my last round, I would sprint back to the house, spooked. One of my least favorite things about this job was the shed was full of barn owls. If you've ever seen a barn owl's face staring at you from the the dark roof corner, then you will know how uncomfortable that shed made me. Again, another thing that probably shouldn't have been in parentheses. You know, know, when I think about it, it's... It's I don't know, it's pretty good. It's kind of conversational. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is posted to X, so... Yeah, yeah, it wasn't exactly intended to be a formal written yeah. thing so i'm i'm fine with um... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh beth just beth just made like the f- fucking uh page image for the story into a uh, album cover oh that's perfect perfect now i'm gonna uh actually dedicate my time towards reading the story like i should be <laughs> sticking oh. around in photoshop oh good <laughs> <laughs> uh, i get i guess i guess that's the patreon the the episode image now Mm, yeah. Put the gun in it. Maybe. Oh, yeah. Um, I can provide the gun image, obviously. <laughs> pew, pew. Yeah. Pew, pew, pew. All right, Seth. Okay. Back yeah. on track. One of these nights, it was mistier than it ever had before. It ever had... It had ever been before. There we go. A thick silver fog covered everything and limited my line of sight to a short, to a short sphere around me. Even though the shed wasn't far from the house, I found myself feeling disoriented. And more than once, I walked in the wrong direction. Both times, for some reason, walking straight into the wood. By the time I had reached the, my last load, it was too foggy to see the street. My eyes stung in the moisture and made my vision blur. Lurching forward, I managed to walk headfirst into a tree. Ouch. Doubling over and dropping all the wood I was bundling under my feet with a hard crunch. As I went to pick them up with my foot throbbing pretty hard, I realized that the ground was too misty for me to see my own knees. Okay, fuck, that's misty. Wait, that's wait, wait. that's really thick. that's way too misty. Yeah. Okay. So one, I've never had mist sting my eyes. That's a bit strange. Uh, yeah. And uh... his, her, she walks into a tree and her foot hurts the most. Because she dropped the foot onto her tr- onto her feet. Um. Oh. Okay. She dropped the. Yeah. Foot that, that would make attention. But then, like, <laughs> walked headfirst into a tree. I would think that your head would hurt more. My leg. Depends My on leg. how much wood you were carrying. <laughs> she she stubbed her foot on a tree and then dropped a bunch of firewood on her foot. Abby, okay. pay attention. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. <sighs> I was wrong. I decided to head for the uh, head to the house since since we had more than enough wood for one night. However, it was getting to be pretty dark, and I couldn't make out any signifiers of which direction I was heading in. Okay. Hmm. This How is long? Actually... I, 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 like, okay, you think after living here for a while, you would have like 
basically stuff set up or lights set up to not get lost. That's yeah, what people do. And, and even yeah. still, like, you surely would know the area at least a little bit. Mm -hmm. I mean, the mist is thick enough not to see her knees. God damn I mean, it. Yeah, but... Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of areas that I have enough familiarity with uh, from childhood that I can maneuver around them without looking. Yeah. Um, yeah. Whatever. We'll I don't suspend know. our disbelief for the plot. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's a minor thing. Even though I can cautiously walk uh, for several feet in all that, trying to figure out my position in the mist, I still couldn't figure out any point of uh, identification. You see, it's supernatural. Oh my god. It's fine. I couldn't even locate the fence or the gate, and the more I walked, the more I seemed to stumble into trees, pine needles, and mud crunching under my feet instead of a dew-covered lawn. After a while, I finally realized that I couldn't even find the shed anymore. Cursing myself for being so dumb while trying to ignore my thumping heart and sense that something else was at play, I became aware that, that I was lost somewhere in the fringe of the forest. Screaming out for my mother at the loudest possible volume was only met with a resounding silence from the depths of the mist all around from where I stood, affirming that I had wandered too far from the house to be heard. As a deep panic started to settle on me, I noticed a glimpse of something pink moving against a nearby pine trunk. Coming closer, I saw that it was a ripped-out square of pink paper. On it, there was an arrow pointing left. Looks vaguely like something my mom might make, I rationalized, to keep me from getting lost. See, yeah... That's something you should have done. <laughs> so, <laughs> foolishly, I followed the direction set by that green arrow, shivering in the increasing cold. Oh my god, it's Slender, the eight tapes. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Carrying... I don't know if I'd exactly consider it foolishly. Like, maybe in hindsight, but that's not... Yeah. It's not yeah. too irrational. No. I don't think so. Um... um... I don't know what you think, but this is sort of working for me so far. Yeah, yeah same. I invested. Okay, so it's it's well cool. written enough that I'm not getting bored, and it's not like not focusing on the errors too much. Um, mm -hmm. The premise is fine. Getting lost in the woods as a kid, totally cool with that. Mm -hmm. um, there hasn't been anything like, and then I found a talon on the ground, and just like unlike any beast I've ever seen. Like it's we don't know what the antagonist is yet, and I'm okay with mm -hmm. that. So yeah, I'm along for the uh, ride. Honestly, I'm like I probably think it would have been cooler if uh, there wasn't a voice in the beginning and the story was just like, yeah. hey, the story is trying to steal this girl away. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or, hey, the forest is trying to steal. That's what I said. That's a... Anyway. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I kept walking for about ten to five to ten minutes before needing to stop to take a breath. My heart was pounding so fast it was beginning to hurt. As I was sitting down, however, I spied what appeared to be another dote fluttering up on a nearby trunk. I noticed that this one was embedded with a long nail. It bore another arrow, this one pointing up, and a small, sloppily written note that said, This way. Despite my increasing panic, I convinced myself that these notes were my only shot at getting back before nightfall. I was desperate to get the hell out, and my brow was cold with sweat, so I followed the green arrow, at, to a point where I could just dimly make out another spot of pink, up an incline of collapsed stumps and leaf litter. So, uh, my friends have a cabin in the woods nearby Ooh. where I live, <laughs> and uh, it's it's like kind of nestled next to a, a nature reserve. And mm -hmm. even not on the nature reserve point, there are little streamers that are neon colored. There are often mm -hmm. reflective uh, materials hammered into the larger redwoods for this exact oh, reason. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. if so, basically, if you get lost at night and you have a camera phone with a light or you know a flashlight, you can be like, "Oh, hey, look, I'm on the right spot." So yeah, it is very. I'm just thinking more about this. It's weird that they didn't do this on their property, but mm -hmm. eh, I've just... I've been out camping quite a few times uh, throughout my uh, childhood and life, and um, I've come across a whole bunch of different methods of mm -hmm. keeping trails intact. Like the the reflective like shapes and circles, like you've said, um, tying ribbons around trees, yeah. um, painting trees with like spray paint and things like that, um, signs. Uh, I've even seen some where it's like little uh, rock figures made. 
admittedly, those are a little bit spooky to come across with a flashlight at night, but still, <laughs> it does stuff. mark the trail. <laughs> yeah, uh, and I don't want to harp on the story too hard for it. I just think mm-hmm. that maybe it, it would feel a bit more grounded in reality if the author had mentioned, yeah, we had all these methods, but then when I got lost, it was clear that they were ripped off the trees and they were cut away, um, and that would... I think that would spook me a bit more because it's like, okay, someone's really messing with me out here and I've lost, you know, my way back as opposed Mm -hmm. to it's misty and I don't know where I am. Just, it's a little stronger, but anyway. Mm -hmm. Uh, Uh, Yeah. Um, At this point it was getting pretty dark and I had to strain both of my eyes just to see a few meters ahead of me. Following the green arrows, feeling less and less sure of where I was, I stumbled through the woods, groping out and through in the mist to feel for trees, although I was terrified of something unseen grabbing my arm. I came across the third green note, which had another arrow pointing up again. Wait, are these pink or green? They were pink with Both green arrows, I think. Hmm. Okay. Uh, which had another arrow pointing up again. This one led to an increasingly steep slope that I didn't recognize being anywhere near my house and with a poorly drawn smiley face right above it. At this stage I became too freaked to cope and started to cry there a little. As I slumped against the pine stump the possibility that I'd be out in these woods all night was beginning to sink in like a syringe being driven through the ve- into the veins within my arm. I cl- caught a glimpse of another pink square in the near distance. Grinding hard unnerv- unnerved by these notes all of which looked fresh and without sign of decay despite the previous week's non-stop rain I read it from afar. Ooh, that's good. Ooh. Yeah, that analogy is pretty solid. Yeah, that's, that's a pretty fun analogy. That's a really nice detail of these are new mm-hmm. notes. Okay, all right, yeah. So this is yeah, um, I don't know, like, the tiny, like, you know, atmosphere builders are actually pretty great. Yeah, mm-hmm. it could do without yeah. the crudely drawn smiley face. I think that's a bit cliche, but, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. you can't break everything down into its tropes. That's not fair. Yeah. Hang on, I have to restart Discord for a moment. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, Future David. How you doing? Future David. Okay. (laughs) What I read made my blood turn cold. I I stood to my knees, dead silently, wobbling on them in fear. My my ears were sensitive to any tiny prickle of noise in the mist. For a long time, I stood there in the rolling fog, reading and rereading that horrible note over and over again. Okay, bit much. Before snap, before a snapping stick somewhere behind me caused me to spring, blind, blindly, twigs snagging at my ankles and cutting out of my face as I ran. Written on the note in big green letters was my name. Dun, dun, it felt like I was running. Hmm. It felt like I was like I was running for hours. All, all the while, the rain and mist lapped at the back of my neck. Like the decaying breath of someone running right behind me. Somehow I made it back to the house. All the lights were off and I struggled to find the keys for a moment. When I found them, I bolted indoors. And I quickly crawled into my bed where I remained unsleeping until morning. Mom just thought I'd come inside and gone to bed and hadn't thought to leave the lights on. It was a miracle. A.K.A. some freakish coincidences that I even found a house at all. Uh, that AKA didn't need to be in there. Uh, I agree. The final incident, in uh, quotes, at a damn house, but witnessed only by my mother. Up until then, she had never experienced any of the strange things I had. Although we mutually shared the peculiar, oppressive quality of the house, house's interior I had on us. Okay, that's I kind of like that. <laughs> The peculiar oppressive quality of the, uh, that the house interior had on us. Yeah, I like that. That's, yeah. <laughs> and its placement in the dreary, imposing woods. Lovecraft, okay. is that you? Um... Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I do like the prose here. I do yeah. feel this is kind of front-loading a little bit, though. Yeah. The, the name is maybe a little bit much as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really like how um, it's just talking about, like, um, the the rain and the mist giving the impression that someone's breathing down their neck, so you still have like that sense of of like urgency of someone chasing them, but you still don't know if it's actually happening. You yeah. don't know for sure. 
Yeah. That's I, I half expected those notes to be left by her mother, honestly. Mm-hmm. At this point. But, uh, yeah, yeah, okay. Um, I don't... I don't know. I was really feeling being lost in the woods, and then suddenly... No, I made it back home. S- mm-hmm. Miraculously. I don't know if that's going to come into play later, but mm-hmm. kind of it kind of felt like it was anticlimactic. But I guess yeah. the climax isn't happening until now. <laughs> okay. Although I was obviously never a popular kid by living way out in the country in the opposite direction from everyone else in my school, I did make some tight friends in my first year of high school. Okay, so we have a pretty significant time jump. One of these friends, Amanda was her name, invited me over one night and I accepted. My mother drove me out to the place, which was about three miles away, and then drove me back home. The night went well. We watched a horror movie, suitably, devoured some pizza, and probably smoked a little pot. What do you mean, probably? <laughs> maybe. Probably. Maybe it was Salvia. Did you get I don't so know. stoned that you didn't remember whether you got stoned or not? Oh, man. What is. Uh, I don't know if anyone here watches Dave Chappelle, but one of his early stand ups is. Uh, I'm done. I'm done smoking weed with black people because all you do is complain about your problems. I've only I'm only smoking weed with white people because the only thing white people talk about when they get high is other times they got high. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh man. Am I, I'm, I'm reading. Yes, I am reading. Uh, da, 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 da. My mother went home mom. alone where she intended to get some writing done. She worked for a magazine at that point. It was about midnight when I received an off-putting text from mom in all caps. Is this a prank? I need to know immediately. Her mom's Hank Hill as well. <laughs> all parents Everyone are is Hank Hill. Hill. <laughs> all parents. <laughs> all parents. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Okay, 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 okay. okay. Some, someone, someone write a creepy poster where every parent is suddenly replaced by Hank Hill. Oh, that, oh that's, that is a great, like, Twilight Zone Black Mirror episode. Hank's Wake gay. up in everyone's... Hank's Someone do it. Someone do it. Lolliet, 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 you're, you're cool. You're doing it. Do it. <laughs> oh, boy. Um... Thinking it was some kind of joke, I texted back, calm herself, what is a prank? Almost immediately, the response, are you at the house? Oh, this text speed. Um, of course, I responded, no. That was thoroughly weirded out. I didn't receive another message until around 3 a.m. when she told me to go to my grandma's in the morning and to not, by any means, dare go home. Okay. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, I remember those bleak torrents of rain the day I went to my grandmother's and how terribly soaked I was when I finally got there. It was nearly two towns away. I'd had to fight the temptation to go home and drop off my bags, but mom's disturbing messages from last night were enough of a warning not to do so. When I arrived, mom and grandma were having lunch. At first, my mother seemed to be in some sort of a composed state, but when I got a better look at her, I noticed that all the colour had drained from her face and she was slightly trembling. At one point, she even sent a small glass crashing to the floor after flinching at the cat brushing around her ankles. It wasn't until later that night, when my grandma was sound asleep, that she told me what happened. She went further as to forbid me from telling old grandma out of fear it would horrify her superstitious soul too much. Okay. Um, this was what happened the night I was as Amanda's, as she described in lurid detail. My mother was sitting in the first story of the living room, where she sat on the couch by the fire, curtains open to the view of the sunset on the canopy, going over her latest draft. At first, it was so faint that she barely noticed it. But after a while, my mother became aware of and vaguely irritated by tiny thumping noises near her head at the window. When she went to investigate, she saw fat brown moths of a kind we often got to that place, buzzing madly into the glass. Reasoning that this was what uh, this was the cause of the sound, she returned to her work. However, feeling rattled in some way, it was the noises. It, it was when the noises started to get sharper and louder that she paid it more attention, and saw them, that rocks were being thrown at the window from the total blackness of the forest edge. Ooh. Mm. Okay, that's good. 
Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay, yeah, no. Story's got me again. Mm-hmm. Also, just, like, the sound of, of uh, like, wings beating, like, uh, moth wings beating against a window, but, like, magnified by a hundred. Ooh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens when Mothman's trying to get in your house. <laughs> oh, man. Does anyone... Just let me in, bro. It's cold out. <laughs> Uh, again, old man, but uh, and if anyone watches Aquatine Hunger Force, there's the Mothman episode voiced by H. John Benjamin, which is just amazing. Oh boy, gotta see that. <laughs> hey man, Fucking come on, Mothman. let me in. Got this awesome light, let me in. She saw them <laughs> appear from the shadows of the bush, and then fall in an arc and bounce off the window. Looking carefully, she could see small cracks where some heavy ones had hit, right beside where her head had been moments before. Temporarily captivated, she tried to peer into the darkness enough to make out where the rocks were being thrown from. Then, with a startled shock, she jumped back from the window as she saw me standing half behind a tree right near the... Whoa, hold on. Saw me standing half behind a tree right near the window, grinning wide and staring at her, my one visible eye stretched wide open, showing all the white. She barely stifled a scream, seeing her own daughter standing there, just staring and smiling. Not only did the figure not move nor blink, it was standing by one of the nearest pines, far from where the rocks were shooting up out of the bush, as they continued to do so in a loud downpour. My face unceasingly continued to press out at her, smiling. Okay, so we have a doppelganger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alright. Okay. I, I have to wonder. Um, so, obviously the... Well, I wouldn't say obviously, but the protag has yet to see whatever this entity is it's had Mm -hmm. encounters with it but never actually seen it Mm -hmm. and i kind of liked that and i'm a little bit worried that now we've got like a physical doppelganger here i kind of Mm -hmm. like just that the woods were fucking with them um but that's my preference just just, you you prefer to be nondescript which is fair yeah but we'll we'll see we'll see yeah okay um Thinking this was all some kind of sick prank, hence her later text, my mother shouted my name at the top of her lungs, frightened to the core. However, instead of responding, the mouth of the thing that looked like me behind the tree just started moving as if it were mouthing silent words really, really fast. Suddenly, it turned its head to the side and seemed to be talking to someone else behind the tree. My mom said, which who couldn't be said, couldn't be seen. But she could see a formless black shape hanging against the other side of the tree. The girl that looked like me kept staring at my mother and doing the silent speed talking thing, then turning and whispering to the thing next to her. Then she would turn back and start up again. Then breaking the monotonous spell, she suddenly pointed straight at my mother and started laughing. My mother screamed and fled to my bedroom, second story, the only room with a working lock where she shut, shut herself in and sat at the far end of the bed as the rocks began to pitter-patter against the window downstairs, dry-heaving and weeping in fear. Hmm. Mm. How, do you, how do you guys feel about this whole doppelganger thing? Uh, yeah, I'm it's getting kind a bit of feeling... Yeah, I can't, I, there, there isn't really much with this I don't feel like I've seen before in terms of how the doppelganger is acting. Yeah. Mm. Like, it's kind of, eh. yeah. And then the prose is also getting a little bit weird because we've had three sentences in a row that started with them. Yeah, yeah. I I would prefer uh, if you want to have a doppelganger, okay. And yeah. I think the silent talking and unseen pitter patter of rocks is fine. Mm-hmm. However, at this point, there's still many paragraphs left, and it just it feels like that should be the climax again like we keep getting to a climax and then dipping down and so the scare factor is it has diminishing returns at this point Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. yeah so and i I think the the like shadow creature that they're mentioning is a little bit yeah i I would have been fine Mm -hmm. with just and then i saw what i thought was you behind a tree and then you darted away like yeah that would have been that probably would have been a lot better than like Oh, she was like smiling creepily and then talking really fast and stuff. Yeah, just just yes. to like just to like hey, um, like not not to the full extent that uh, 
like actually happened, but just to have like maybe um, she sees her in the woods. Uh, she texts her like, "What are you doing out there?" And then like getting a response back, "What are you talking about?" Without the other person uh, mm-hmm. like looking at a phone or anything like that, and then sprinting off, then that would maybe be which um, yeah better effective. Which a lot of people would say, oh, that's tropey. What are you doing here? But I'm not in the house. But it works in the context of this story. Mm-hmm. Like, it's been set up um, properly that I was okay with that. Yeah, but this... I mean, honestly, this is even tropier. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. This, yeah. Yeah, this is this is very creepy Foster tropey. Yeah, yeah. The, the shadowy figure, the doppelganger thing. I mean, at I, least the rocks are different. I like the rocks. I really <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like rocks. the <laughs> I, I think it set up enough of a mood to for me to like excuse it. But I like this uh, visual that I'm that I'm getting of this narrator or or author just being like, look at look at this creepy thing. Look at this creepy docker, doppelganger. Look how scary it is. Look at this evil uh uh shadow entity. It is. And then everyone's like, oh look at the cool rocks. <laughs> 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 Yeah, wow, yeah, yeah, cool yeah, 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 but what about these rocks? Tell me about the rocks. Tell, tell me the lore about these rocks. <laughs> deep lore of rocks. <laughs> deep rocks. Oh, and we, uh, we like and we know that uh the driveway is a gravel driveway, so another nice um I like how we're just rewriting this story. Um another <laughs> nice thing would be like when I got home there were like patches of gravel missing and I don't know why. Why would we do that? Whoa. So mm. yeah. That'd be really good. Okay, yeah. let's, we'll see if it shits like, the bed. We'll see. In my room, my mother said she did not feel safe. There was an awful smell. What kind of smell? Hmm. And a weird humming noise in the walls, as she described. She tried to pray for a time before giving up and just listening to the rocks pelt the walls and windows. Somewhere in the kitchen, she caught the distinct vibrant sound of a window actually smashing and the Ooh. weird continuous humming. Ah. Listening more carefully... She could identify it as the softest hint of a mumbling voice. In absolute horror, she recognized the voice, and then, virtually too afraid to look, she tilted her head up to the closet door, where an awful white face could be seen staring right at her, mouth contorting and gaping in what sounded like highly sped up whispering. The closet door was only a meter from my mother. It started to open slowly. So wait, was it closed? How did she see the face? Like, uh, probably just, like, a, a crack open, I think. Okay. This this keeps switching, like, sentence mm. to sentence. This is very bizarre of going, that's really cool, and that's really dumb. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I just, I love the idea of being, <clears throat> excuse me, of being in your house or apartment or room or whatever, and then rocks mm-hmm. start hitting a window, and then they start hitting a window in a completely different area, and then there's a weird humming, like that is so disorienting and kind of Mm -hmm. novel that it should just be that but now we get you know literal fireside and then my closet slowly opened (laughs) it's just and there was there was a weird white face can we it was white people (laughs) (laughs) the true horror talking about how they got high (laughs) I'm, I'm being reminded of like I'd, I'd go say for people to go watch it themselves, but please don't, please don't give it views. <laughs> um, there's one of those like true scary story kind of channels where it's like the compilation videos of true instances of like, look, it's an alien kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and they did two or three different videos of creepy pasta icon sightings. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, they're they're so. They're so awful, but there's one oh, of just like of just like a blurry uh, uh, camera shot of like a closet, and then like some some like random guy in a hoodie walks out, just just like not he just like crawls out of the closet. There's like doesn't do anything, and then it's like, is this secretly eyeless Jack? Oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> oh God! And they're just they're they're all awful. Where. It's just, it's so, like, blurry and nondescript, where it's just, like, there's a random guy in a hoodie out in an alleyway, and it's like, oh, it's Jeff the Killer! <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's, that's, uh, that's Randy, the drug dealer. He probably will stab <laughs> you, but, uh... Yeah. 
they're they're all either like so blurry and nondescript that you can just like claim it's anything or really really obviously fake well yeah. given that i will i will say that this story we have the author for whatever you know slim chance yep. is listening i like this a thousand times better than any of those stories or channels so yes you've done good <laughs> comparatively speaking yeah, yeah good uh, on you. you know i don't know there's a couple of ways you actually could do Mm, like There's, you know if you kind of go yeah. the slender man route of you know people made up these characters and now they exist in the like hive mind of the universe and you know what deal with it <laughs> <laughs> and you got like killed by jeff the killer the because someone like, made up jeff no, the killer it's not it's not real it's it's all fake oh i know but i i don't know i kind of like the idea of y you know imaginary things becoming oh yeah it's a great idea them. sure yeah. You know, I would be fine if someone dressed up as Jeff the Killer and actually killed people um, <laughs> in a story. That's, <laughs> a, that's a good no. thing to have recorded on record. Super, super, super meta narrative of like people dressing up as Jeff the Killer and killing people as a story, not in real life. No, it's too late now. Fuck. You heard it here first, kids. Yeah, Rest up a, a, a Jeff the Killer and kill people. Oh, oh, that's the FBI. A, a Disney endorses oh, no. like oh, no. uh, uh, clown-like slender stabbings <laughs> and and uh, Jeff the Killer attacks confirmed. <laughs> when asked why he did it, he only replied with, "I was trying to make a point." I hate all okay. of them. <laughs> Three days later, Abyssa killed by Jeff the Killer impersonator. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Okay. Where are we at? Who are we at? Uh, I think it's me. Yes, it's you. Yeah. Uh... In an unimaginable explosion. Yeah, right. In an unimaginable in an unimaginable explosion of terror, she immediately bolted to the door, only to fumble with the lock uh, as bigger and bigger rocks came crashing through the window. Oh, great. Mm. It's mm. the old horror cliche of suddenly I can't figure out how doors work. Ah. <sighs> Which burst apart in a spray of glass shards before finally getting out, running out of the house, completely keeping her eyes of the woods, getting into her car and driving off. I, I'm i not sure if I like the rhythm of those sentences or if they were really clunky. Mm, clunky. Uh, explosion of terror is a little bit of a iffy phrase. It would be, no, it would but... be fine, again, if this was the only climax and not the third one, because now it just yeah. feels like we're kind of going through the motions. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it's definitely a step down from oh, spooky face in the closet. Yeah, because like there's no there's no threat of the of the like rocks pummeling through the house because there's already a threat in the house. Yeah, yeah. What difference does it make? Yeah, uh... you might get hit by the rock, <laughs> and uh, that's bad. She might get know. she might get hit by the rock. Finally, <laughs> the rock has come back to wherever this story is set. <laughs> the rock new creepypasta icon. <laughs> Another tall black man. <laughs> oh, racism. Oh, uh, you know, like Shaq. Okay. <laughs> 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 okay. 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 We can do yeah. this. She said that as she glanced glanced back, right at the end of the prolonged drive, she saw two unmistakable human forms standing at my a broken bedroom window, watching as her car got further and further away from her house. This would be their final farewell, as my mother never stepped foot in that place again. Ah. As she, my mother told this story, she broke down in tears, and I, I didn't adopt her, and I still don't. I honestly and fully believe that she experienced what she says she did, and it was quite clear that we were done living in that house once and for all. 
I only went back once with my dad, who I see very rarely now. This is our first mention of her dad. Hmm. My dad. My dad. Uh, <laughs> I'm guessing divorce happened, but where was the dad during the rest of this? He came from another state to help us move. Mom had already found a place in town and moved in. My dad and I, sorry, my dad and I just loaded up <laughs> his truck with all that was left inside there. It was a silent, sunny morning when we removed all the stuff and emptied the place. I wish I could say there was some closure, some final spook, spooking to cat. I wish I could say there was some closure, some final spooking to cap it all off, but there wasn't what? It was just a relief to be out there. There are, however, only two things left worth mentioning. One, when we checked the house for any signs of intruders, we found that several windows, including one in my bedroom and the kitchen, had been smashed and rocks were lying on the floor. I, okay, that was a good- Rocks confirmed real. <laughs> real fake rocks uh, two dad went out into the trees for a bit to take a leak when he came hey, back he asked how long we'd been court. we'd had the swing set for needless to say we'd never had a swing set so I was fairly unsettled to discover that in the week since we'd been gone someone had assembled a rope swing set from one of the highest branches of the old pine over the ridge he went that far to take a leak Jesus Jeez. Against which was the fallen log I'd stopped climbing many years ago. Wait, why didn't he just take a piss in the house? Yeah. That's what I was say thinking. Like You still got running water, presumably. Like you could you could maybe like you could maybe and the, uh, and the, uh the woods are haunted too, so it wouldn't make sense <laughs> to be like, Oh well the house is haunted. The woods are also cursed. Well, Either you, way, your dick's gonna get cursed. You could maybe justify like the the they had like a small bathroom and like the amount of glass on the toilet made it like unusable that's fair but like that not should if, have been stated that should have been identified no no not if no you're just guess, taking guess. a leak and you're standing up because you're a guy like who cares no 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 guys guys i solved it i solved it. okay what it's actually a priest so he's uh, pouring holy water in the <laughs> <laughs> you can need a lot of holy water a big forest yeah okay um, so completely removed from the whole <laughs> completely removed from the whole rest of the story i like the idea of just like living in the woods and then going out and then just like oh there's a swing set here that just wasn't there before yeah that's yeah. that that's pretty good thanks but, for yeah. the surprise gift dad what surprise gift the swing set i didn't build a swing set that's fine that works <laughs> yeah. yeah um okay uh, it was obviously a new rope and a nicely polished, sanded-down wooden seat at the base. Dad, wanting to keep my mind from recent events, he doubled. Uh, he, he doubted the affair and thought my mother was mentally unstable. Said that a neighbor probably set it up, not realizing it was on our property. Mm. Of course, he knew uh, as well as I did that we had literally no neighbors for at least a mile in any direction. There were, were no houses in all that space. And never in my time living there did I ever see any other signs of human habitation. But I let it all go and was pleased enough to uh, just to say good riddance to that horrible place as we drove off for good. For the most part, I found it best to stay to try and forget what happened at that place. Sometimes I just can't help but ponder it, though. It's been long enough now that I no longer feel scared talking about it. For a long while, I couldn't. Oh, let's close it up. All right, let's Seeing just round this off. Seeing as it is Halloween, what better time to share? My grandma recently sold the house to a new family. Why would you fucking do that? Capitalism. That being a young couple and their little son shortly after we moved out. Just wait, just recently sold the house to a new family. Shortly after we moved out, despite my mother's desperate insistence that we left them. Okay. Hmm? So the grandma I've sold spent... it, but the mom said no, don't. But she did yeah. anyway. Okay. Now she refuses. No, it's the um just recently, but then shortly after we moved out. So what? Does yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Um, now she refuses to talk about what happened altogether. I'm less anxious about it, although sometimes I can't help but let my imagine get the be imagination get the better of me. All I can do is think of that old house, the fallen down tree, the new occupants, and that swing out back, gently spinning in the breeze, that little boy toddles obliviously towards it. I mean... <sighs> yeah. yeah, I'm not too much a fan of this. Like, 
the complete lack of yeah. any kind of closure on what the thing was maybe would have worked if it wasn't also three seemingly different incidents that didn't really seem to have much of a link between them. Yeah, there was no thematic link at all. It's a doppelganger, mm-hmm. it's a shadow figure, and it's the obviously better choice of possessed rocks, which is awesome. <laughs> mm-hmm. Possessed uh, yeah, It was just Johnson. a whole bunch of ideas just kind of cobbled together in a way that didn't really blend yeah. together as well as it could have. I don't want to say way- that this story shit the bed, because I like a lot of parts of it. And mm-hmm. it has a lot oh, de- of potential. Definitely. Like, a lot of this is really well written, but... Mm-hmm. It's, it's just kind of a letdown. It is a letdown. Yeah. It's it's a, it's a disappointment, and I almost... I, I, I will blame the author, because they wrote it, but I do think that there is <laughs> a kind of pervasive expectation on Creepypasta these days of, you know, there has to be a monster, there has to be a, a thing that I can make fan art out of, and this really mm-hmm. feels like... Uh, it was suffering under that expectation of I have to build up to this type of thing. When in reality, random rocks pelting your house that you can't explain is plenty scary. And it's a yeah, really that, good atmosphere. They didn't, yeah. they didn't need any of the creatures. Yeah. They could have just had the window in the bedroom break and have that be why she decides to leave. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is perfectly need the valid. weird white face. Yeah, I'm even fine with the notes on the trees in the beginning. Like, all that's perfectly good. Yeah, that mm-hmm. would have been nice if we'd had some kind, like, if there'd been some kind of thematic link between that and what happened later. But, like, on its own, it's fine. Yeah, there's yeah. just no connected tissue between anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the way the story is formatted, it's like you'd expect there to be connective tissue between those things. It's not like what it's not like here's multiple weird stories that have happened throughout my life that are unconnected it's all here's weird shit happened in the woods near my house that seems to be kind of connected but maybe not mm-hmm. oh okay so i'm reading the comments and someone points mm-hmm. out uh whoever put that picture up in the creepypasta it has nothing to do with the actual story and doesn't make sense oh, yeah. this year yeah no it didn't this... i was just about to mention that, <laughs> that why was I... that there because there's four figures in that image. Wait, no. Five. At least. Five, oh, at least five figures. But there's only response. two in the story, so... We have a response from the poster, actually, who says, Much thanks. However, you honestly couldn't be more wrong. Um, as it was one of the initial photos that the original author used. Okay, but so... Yeah, like... I mean, Why not add yeah. the rest? I mean, it is wrong in the sense that, like, they're implying that someone added it after the fact, but, like, no, they're right that it doesn't have anything to do with the story. Yeah, and Isn't even that... the story doesn't say see reference picture. Like, it has. Yeah, it's maybe it's there. I mean, um, X, like, you know, with a big 4chan, I'm pretty sure some people do just add, like, pictures that are vaguely relevant to whatever story yeah like isn't isn't that just like i don't have very much experience with 4chan at all but isn't that just how it works that you have to like post an image to do a thing isn't that how no no you don't have to attach an image but people often do yeah especially for these kind of things it's just Mm -hmm. um why not just put all the images in with wherever each post change was Mm -hmm. like Um... wiki can obviously handle having multiple pages no page images so like why not yeah yeah uh looks like people are giving this 9.5 8 7 10 8.5 7 so fairly high mm-hmm. um i think I, too high for this story yeah, yeah. i would say i mean that's just probably. kind of the nature of of yeah though it just being yeah a little bit high uh, probably smoked pot. Don't remember. I see a comment <laughs> from someone. I'm not sure why people are so let down by the ending. There doesn't always have to be an explanation or some big fight or whatever. The ending made it more believable. Not, no, not really. <laughs> While the ending being like no explanation would have been fine if there was actual kind of connective tissue between the stories. Mm-hmm. The problem is since there's no ex- since there's no connection between any of the stuff that's happening. The lack of any kind of resolution to any of it just makes it seem pointless. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I. Uh, 
Yeah, I'm fine with the unexplained. And especially given that it's the woods. The woods are creepy. Weird stuff happens in it all the time, even to this day. Uh, that's... I, I, you know, I'm fine with that. It doesn't need to be explained. And you risk a lot when you do try to explain it. Mm-hmm. Um, least of all letting your audience down because maybe they want some supernatural thing and then you come with, well, no, it was just this, uh, you know, weird coincidence. Uh, which, I, again, fine with me, but I don't know. I don't know. How, mm-hmm. However it was done here was not great. Yeah. Mm. Well, what what are our final ratings for this story then? Uh, I uh... rate it um, a rock thrown the window out of a gunshot. <laughs> I was waiting for the gunshot sound effect there, but all right. I'm too lazy to turn the gun back on. Ah, uh, Fisher David. <laughs> you have... Fisher David. Yeah, yeah, you'd Resample have to get... it. <laughs> Please. I'm gonna give this. Uh... I'll give it a seven because although the, it has third act syndrome, there's a lot of potential in here, um, and it could easily be retooled to uh, be much more effective. And considering mm-hmm. most of the pastas I read from the wikia, this is pretty damn good. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. We can say that at least. Yeah. Um, we're spending too much uh, money on guns <laughs> made of smoked pots. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, 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 I feel like it. I feel like it. it's, it's a seven. Okay. Yeah, yeah um, I'd say seven as well for a number. Uh, let's. I'm gonna rate this a. Um, forgot whether we smoked weed or not. Out of a Mothra trying to break into your house. Aww. <laughs> Aww, Mothra. He's just cool. I like Mothra. Yeah, Mothra's <laughs> Mothra's. Fun. All right. Uh, plugs, 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 plugs. Uh, oh God. Uh, my name uh, is Bizme, and I do a lot of things. But most recently, I was on the Witching Hour podcast with my co-host Paprika, Dead Palette, and Sade and Chelsea, and we talked about the recent sci-fi horror movie Annihilation. So please go watch Annihilation first, because that movie needs your money, and then go listen to our review about it. That's what I'm going to plug today. My plug today is uh, I don't really have anything I do besides this podcast, so um, uh, go watch Kamen Rider Build, I guess. That's and awesome. then maybe one day you too will spend 50 plus pounds on a toy gun. <laughs> but Rose, we're not... It's it, it, This is the wrong podcast. No, it's fine. No, it's cool. <laughs> um... I promised myself I would have my web novel out by now, but I do, but I don't. So, yeah. Oops. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It it it's coming. It's coming. Keep your um, eyes out for that. My name is Beth. Uh, you can find me at most uh, social networking things by uh, Nadir with a K in the front. Other people have a whole bunch of pronunciations for it, but it does it does it's whatever. Um, I don't have one myself, but anyways, uh, I draw things. You can find me do a lot of them, uh, drawing things on, on those pages. So go check that out if that's true. Um, otherwise, uh, I feel like, um, throwing in a, a little, uh, Beth recommends at the end here. Uh, there's a, uh, short that, um, Cartoon Network did about two years ago. That's called Paranormal Roommates. Uh, that's about uh, Bigfoot and uh, the Loch Ness monster living in a uh, in a apartment together, and it's real good. So you should go check that out. It's good stuff. <laughs> I will. Hey, we, hey, we didn't make a really meta. Uh, hey, Beth, you should thank Joe. Yeah, huh. we should have done that. Oh well. Oh well. Oh, oh shit. Lolliet, remember writing uh, Hank Hill's game? Yeah, go do that. Hank's game. <laughs> Thanks, Gabe. Go do it. All <laughs> right, that's that's the episode for today. Thank you, everyone, for listening, and we're looking. Tune forward... in next week to hear us yeah. again. Looking forward. Yeah, to, we'll uh, definitely be here again. Hosting yeah. a podcast from here on out. Mm-hmm. Bye.
Bye now. Bye. Two friends. I'm Emily. I'm Andrew. Made a deal. I would do a minute podcast on a movie. What movie would you do it on? What if we count to three, and at three we both say the name of the movie, and if it is somehow the same movie... Three, two, one... Super Mario Brothers! (laughs) The Super Mario Brothers Minute. Two episodes a week. Benview Network. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.